women lose their mind. Your fiance is going to lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind. And, um, and they're going to they're gonna barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which, of course, my answer was, I don't care. Welcome to Too Much Dip, your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. My name's Dave. I'm going to host. I'm here in the Wash Media Studio, the people cave to some. Joining me to my right is Dylan Chivari. Oh, wow. Um, very happy to be here. Uh, man, Mike Leach, just all-time quote coach. It's just a college football is just better with him a part of it. You know what I mean? Hopefully he's uh, gonna be all right. Indeed, it was a grab bag of which which sad story we wanted to kick off. Yeah, with. Um, it's, since you started with a, a Leach uh, right. quote there, it man. is it is atop the rundown, Mike Leach. Yeah, I mean I know, but you you also you you just led right off sure, with, with sure. the quote. So man, yeah, love that guy. Hey, here's a guy that we all love. It's KJ live from Madison, Wisconsin. I am uh I'm happy to be podcasting, happy to be chatting with you fellas. I don't know that I could like honestly say I'm happy to be like presently here. Um because as I uh, communicated to uh shouts to the dip listener backer that I met at a wedding over the weekend in Austin. It's fully my intention to be doing this podcast uh for well, not the first time from the the new studio, but definitely first time uh in the new revised studio like with uh wood background and all but um it's a different vibe yeah, with the grain uh, plans got shifted things got weird uh coach leach news amongst like several different like just real uh uh tough things to learn um but yeah we can, we can chat about that when we get to mike leach but otherwise happy to be here yeah i had fun today um going through the Twitter archives of uh, Mike Leach audio that everyone was posting, like figuring out, all right, which one am I going to kick it off with? I noticed Dylan before the pod, you were listening to the infamous candy corn. Yes. Which yes. is an all time leech rant, although it just kind of goes on and it doesn't really like a lot of leech <laughs> monologues. It just doesn't really have like a point and it just takes a lot of different turns. I mean that in the most respectful way. Sort of remind me of uh, when, when Vine was, I don't want to make this comparison because not like I don't. Hopefully, Leach isn't going to pass away. But when Vine was going away, everyone was just volume shooting their favorite vines of all time, and it was an all time just week to be on Twitter. You can just go in the grab bag of Leach quotes or videos and pull something out, and it's going to be super entertaining. Yeah, because there are so many great ones. For me, I was always an Amanda Vines guy. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I agree, Dylan. Here. I think both Mike Leach and Vine compilations are, uh, you know, two of many compilations that I enjoy pulling up on the internet. Anytime you have like those give up YouTube uh, sessions, you're like, I don't really feel like watching these shows. I'm already caught up on the crown. Or if you're like me and you recently completely finished the walking dead and you know, your heart's <laughs> living outside of your body. Um, you'll just get on YouTube and you'll pull up best Vine compilations or, Best Mike Leach speeches. Both are good plays. Both are good plays. Um, when I put down this, putting together this rundown today, I was just like, man, um, I feel like our top three stories are all not good <laughs> at all. Um, of course, as we've we've kicked around the Mike Leach uh, in critical condition as of this moment, due to I've it sounds like a heart attack from the latest I've read. Yeah. Cardiac event, heart attack. I think that's, I mean, you know, what do the details matter? I, I guess I would say this, that if it's a, the fact that it's a heart attack and not a stroke, being just a sick sports person, as, as uh, we all are, uh, the first thing you want to know is like, okay, when can he play? Like, can he come back from this? 
And I feel like you're more apt to return from a heart attack in the coaching profession than you might be from a stroke. Uh, aside from Jerry Kill and, uh, you know, his seizures, I don't think too many uh, head coaches come back from, like, significant, you know, medical events that in- involve the brain. That's fair. Um, Coach Leach, uh, clean living, right? Doesn't drink. He's, he's practicing Mormon, at least – yeah, he doesn't drink. I, I have no idea if he's practicing Mormon, but I know that that's in his background. But Oh, no, uh, he does so, drink. You know, I'm sorry. I was reading stories he, about him drinking. He definitely drinks coffee, that's for sure. Uh, on like a regular uh, basis, hey, like man. constant basis. Hey, that's one thing that <laughs> hey, he has in common with us. Don't talk to this guy until he's had at least two cups. Uh, hey, I'm fu- he's not fucking capping, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you make that mistake, you will regret it. As uh, you know, many are aware, I, I did once have the uh, good fortune to play on a team or practice on a team that was head coached by Mike Leach. This was actually audio from uh, one of the meetings. Let me take a sip of this booming now before I start this. It okay. was like, I'm shocked that my, my Razor phone from just, 2005 kept that audio for so long. I just, just don't. I feel like that's, just, that's not him. Yeah, that sounded like <laughs> uh, Instagram personality Cole Campbell. Yeah. If I had to guess. I don't know. I had another one. And it, I think okay. this is Leach as well. Post game. I'm booming and I'm booming. And these baddies love how I'm moving, baby. Also, God. Leach? Did he kind of... Talk about a quote machine. He put a little Ric Flair twang on that. He did, end. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Limousine riding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I, Prayers to his family. KJ, and, and do you want to sh- talk about the time that you uh, were forced to stay in a shed in the dark <laughs> in Lubbock? I'm glad enough years have passed in between the, that incident and now the internet still brought it up like in the immediate replies. I would like a quote from Dylan Johnson to see like, Hey, do you think this is a, as a direct result of uh, you trying to like slander Mike Leach on your way into the transfer portal? Yeah. Uh, do you think this is Leach's way of like getting some sympathy shade to distract the media from your, just, your good points that you just, had? Just risking death for the force field, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what's happened here. I'd forgot about Dylan Johnson and the fact that I, when you said his name, I knew what you were referring to. I'm very impressed with myself. Yeah, he'd probably like that one back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't like to be in the top like recent results for Mike Leach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tied to your transfer portal announcement. He's someone uh, who you're in your feelings. He's someone who I wasn't really sure what his reputation amongst other coaches was. Cause sometimes he speaks his mind and he will call yep. out programs. And uh, given the outpouring I saw from the uh, Dana Holgerson's of the world, um, you know, he was on staff with a lot of these guys at mm-hmm. um, other places. OU. um, yeah, he was pretty beloved. He is beloved. He's still alive. I should be make that clear. But like, I don't know. It it sucks because he is when I think of Texas Tech football, this is probably gonna get said a thousand times by talking heads this week, but he it's Mike Leach. It's Mike Leach. Yeah. yeah. Mike Leach in those uh, you know, fifty-eight to fifty-three Big Twelve games back in the day. Michael Crabtree Dylan Michael, famously. Yes, Michael Crabtree Blake uh, Gideon. famously played for Texas Tech and Mike Leach. I get it. Um, yeah, thank you. Also, Blake Gideon was an opponent of his at one point, too. In that same game. Uh, yeah. Uh, Texas also won a lot of those games. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You're getting, you're a little spicy today, bro. You okay? I, it, no. Okay. I'm not. Kind of woke up with uh, a really shit start to the day, actually. All right, all right. We'll get to that. I'll save when? my pre-memoriams <laughs> until... Uh, you know, we're a little closer to any like definite news, but yeah, man, it, it would suck um, to lose Mike Leach, even if it were just a retirement announcement. I mean, that's terrible to like equate the two. You know, it's a human being we're talking about, not just like, I need you to go like work in this industry in order for me to enjoy life. Like, that's not what I need. Um, I just think he's a huge contributor to the culture that is college football as it stands right now. Even if he has bad takes, he's not always correct. But as you mentioned, he's willing to, you know, speak up and say his mind or you know, say what is on his mind in a candid manner. Um, not always in a professional manner. Uh, maybe don't agree with him on every topic, you know, social or political or otherwise. Like which one specifically, but, though? 
I mean, <laughs> most things about the uh, size of government, he and I might have differing uh, views on. But anyhow, he seemed to have carved in out his own, you know, place in the SEC. And that very well could have gone like very poorly. Um, and it hasn't. So, you know, shouts to him professionally. And hopefully we see him again um, on the sidelines. Someone who may not be on the sidelines, certainly not tonight for their uh, basketball game, of course. Uh, Chris Beard, Dylan. Chris Beard. The coach of the men's uh, Longhorn basketball. Now seventh ranked Texas Longhorns. Suffered a loss to? Uh, Illinois. Illinois. Mm. Yes, dropped from two to seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, tough way to start the day. Felony family violence. Felony uh, third-degree assault. Uh, against a family member, uh, I believe his fiance is the the other person in question here. You know, yeah. Spe I'm getting is that the person? I, I'm sorry, I don't I don't want to like lodge like rumors into our our, that our podcast. But is that the person that shares a name with our our current uh, producer? That's a fiance. That's not a, a a daughter or child. That I'm not sure. I've I saw that earlier, but I thought. That was maybe a daughter. I didn't know. Okay, Chris okay. I don't, I don't know. I didn't recognize the name, so I, I just didn't want to like even begin. I genuinely to didn't speculate. Know he had kids until today, but no. Yeah. It whenever whenever something like this happens, it's uh, man, you really get the message board uh, rumor mill going, and you get like four just insanely different accounts of what happened. Yeah, and it's like, so I've got I've got you know. Yeah, my, I mean, I've got my brother-in-law texting me some stuff. He's like, "Oh, my buddy, big Texas guy, sent me this." Yeah, and it's just like it sucks if, to even speculate. But if we go just by the police report, I mean, uh, strangulation is involved. It, it looks really, really bad. Obviously, uh, his lawyer has since come out and um, said that he's. Why is KJ laughing? I don't know. I wish I was an adult. Perry? I wish I was as mature as David, and he just composed himself, looked off camera. Did not pull a Papa Roach joke, and I couldn't. I certainly did not. I'm sorry. I was looking at Randy, and Randy had a face like. Randy was excited that we did not, and and of course we wouldn't. That would be horrible. Well, there's a. I should have been. There's a serious I'm sorry, tone. Go ahead. Agree. Here. This is on KJ, guys. This is KJ. Uh, yeah. It obviously looks really terrible. His his lawyer has since come out and said that he's completely innocent. Um, good who, lawyer. Who in knows? There. Yeah. Who knows? If, what the story is here. What, what's his lawyer's name? Like Perry Maston or it's like something really Perry Milton. Some, I don't know. Okay. Something. It was way too close to Perry Mason it was. To me, for me not yeah. to be drawn offside a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I found this out as I was like pulling up to the gym this morning. Ooh, that is not how you want to start. My, pump. my entire workout. Just, I just let out like a, a really subtle, just the whole time i mean that's the sound of dylan making love too. this is a <laughs> the dude had i mean brand new arena a very talented team he's got a couple five stars on the hook next year to sign i mean he the program looks really really strong right now and this is just a complete program derailment i mean this is a disaster obviously the more serious thing is like Indeed. The violence, of course, which Indeed. is awful. I don't who knows exactly what happened. Well, listen, well, what did Perry say? Even if it's like 10% true, um, you still gotta get rid of the guy, I think. I mean, perception is is a very big player here, especially when you're like the coach of student athletes and you're sitting in living rooms with parents and recruiting and all that stuff. It's just a really, really bad look. Yeah. And the guy simply has to go. For I sure. Mean, some, he's, he absolutely has to I go. Would, I would be shocked if if we got to the end of the day and he was still Make it quick. head coach. Rip the Band-Aid off. Don't drag this thing out and, and give, you know, reporters a chance to, like, really dig in and, and make, you know, make Texas look worse than they do at, at the moment. Get rid of him. Uh -oh. Interim head coach. Move on. And then start looking for the replacement. Yeah. Just don't get – you don't want Pepper Hamilton sniffing around down here. Can't have that. Um you know, we're. I was kind of thinking. I don't. I don't know who who would be the interim coach. I don't know who anybody else on staff. Rodney Terry, I think, is the. Likely, I was going to say Rodney Terry, likely candidate to fill in in Beard's mm. absence. But at this point, like, I was very much looking forward to this season, and now I'm. I'm just. I'm. I just don't care, and it sucks. 
It really sucks. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. I was trying to. I was trying to like be like, all right, who who would get the Texas? Like who would who would Texas go for? And and I had this thought of like, oh, they should go after. I'm gonna make this about myself, by the way. They should go after the Duncanville coach who's suspended for the year, uh, like four-time state champion, David Peavy. Uh, his son is at TCU, formerly at Texas Tech, who is suspended because of a recruiting violation um, for the year. But Duncanville, of course, has one of the five stars that Texas is, uh, is committed to, who is committed to Texas. And I was just like, man, that'd be interesting. And then I thought, I was like, wait a minute, fucking the Texas boosters would never, ever do that. It's got to be a name. Yeah, I don't know if you can bring a high school guy in. No, no. That was silly of me to even think that. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll know a lot more about this uh, by the time the live stream rolls around Thursday. But, yeah, that's, uh, um, that is mega tough. I, I'd like to back it up a little bit here. I, I haven't read every detail. But the reports like that you see, like, abbreviated and posted to Twitter where they highlight has not yet seen a judge or had a bond named like including that detail, I think almost intentionally confuses people to think that like he's being held without bound held without bond. Like unless that's changed and he has been charged, been in front of a judge and a bond is not like intentionally not being named. I think that's a, uh, a detail that's being shared in a manner that's more confusing than it is informative because that's pretty standard until like, regardless of what your charge is, you're just going to go stand in line and a bail will be set or bond will be set with you and 40 other people in Travis County. Fortunately, I'm aware. True. Uh, I would, I, I, I'm never the person that's like going to, I'm, I'm not going to like lay out and be like, Hey, save Chris Beard's job. Um, but I also don't think that there's um, harm in at least waiting until we know the full story. And I don't mean like till we hear from both sides, but until we have like unofficial police report or an official statement from the Travis County Sheriff's department, like with a full like explanation of like what led to the arrest, what's been going on. Um, I'm not saying it should save his job or not, but I think the mindset of like, he needs to be gone before sundown. I don't see, I, I understand like the haste there, but I think that it would be wise to at least make sure we get something official in full story aside from just the police, the initial like report. Sure. All right. One more. That's a very shitty situation. Uh, Grant Wall died in Qatar over the weekend. Noted, noted journalist. A name I did not know before this happened, but since uh, reading about him a bit and seeing uh, responses from numerous people on social media, a very well-regarded journalist. Yes. If you don't know his work covering um, soccer in America, you might know him from his uh, Sports Illustrated piece from gee, 2001, 2002 oh, on LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. He did the the big LeBron story that, you know, was he used to be a very well known basketball reporter. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what his beat was back then, but he definitely did the LeBron one. And you know, was it Sports Illustrated until a few years ago? And I believe a lot of people like to point out that they let him go after he pointed out some. Uh, I don't know if it was pay inequities or them laying off a lot of good people, but then he was let go, and then he was with Fox Sports and widely beloved and. You know, I'm not going to act like I read a bunch of his soccer stuff, but I was at least familiar with him. Yeah. And the reason it's, you know, it's always a big deal when somebody like of that stature passes away. But he, uh, in Qatar, he was quite critical. He had written some stuff uh, about the um, regime and about their human rights violations, things of that nature, and uh, wore a rainbow shirt to one of the matches was not let in the stadium because of said shirt was yes, detained in honor of his brother who is a gay man yes and uh so of course this is going to fuel the speculation and was apparently feeling very ill leading up to the game during which he collapsed mm -hmm. um went even went to the doctor um was treated for bronchitis and returned back to work and of course he uh collapses during a game 
and passed away. So wide specul- speculation that there's some foul play here. I believe his body did return to the United States today. So Really? Yes. Well, that's big news. Got I that, heard that part got of that it, back. Yeah. So I'm sure they will conduct an autopsy very soon. Very, very sad. KJ? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any, um, hot takes to have here, you know, difficult story, difficult situation. Um, it sucks that we have like recent examples of terrible things happening to like members of the media, um, in other countries, I guess to keep it very generic, because I think that's where immediately a lot of minds went and there's, you know, good reason for it. Um, so I, I feel bad for his family and anyone who intimately knew him that those examples are out there because I feel like that, if nothing else gets in the way of feeling like at ease or at peace, like with like, this is a terrible tragic incident, but now they're going to be also armed with like this name or incident has to come up every time, um, something about the country or something about the event. Like it's just going to be tethered to a bunch of things that I think otherwise like the family wouldn't have to deal with. Like if this had happened before the trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So I hate that part of the story for his family and everybody else that would, that personally knows him. Um, Much like, but you know, what what y'all said, it's not like I'm going to claim to have had uh, significant knowledge of his work prior to the event. Um, But you know, uh, it's, Terrible on all accounts. Mm. Um, yeah, his brother. This, you know, his brother went live. On, I think he posted a video. I don't know if he went live on Instagram or what it was, but that's kind of what kicked this all off. Because mm-hmm. there were reports out there, and then his brother, you know, goes live and he's like, "No, he was. You know, he's in his forties. He's healthy. Blah blah blah." Fueling speculation. Um, but that does. I mean, that is another a thing I didn't really think of. It's like the family like getting closure um, when there's all of this very very public speculation about whether they had you know something to do with it qatar that is um which at, to this point i uh, there's no evidence of but hey i'll tell you this if they did have something to do with it i'm sure we'll hold them accountable because you don't you don't just take out one of our journalists and get away with it oh yeah that's right of course you're talking Again. about the the journalist who uh, was killed by saudi arabia khashoggi Khashoggi. Correct. Correct. Uh, also subsequently dismembered. Dismembered and then um, granted immunity, the um, Saudi prince. So Very cool how that worked out. A diplomatic. All right. I don't know if you guys saw, but a second uh, journalist has passed away. Photojournalist. I did Photojournalist, see Photojournalist, uh, I believe, from Qatar. This person, and I don't, and I don't think the two are related, but it's... Uh, Weird weld stuff. I was, yeah. I was trying to see if there was something like that this guy, I know, some I, kind of activism, but I didn't see anything. He's just a photographer, it turns out. Mm. Not not to minimize that profession, but he's no, he didn't write about wow. human rights Randy. violations <laughs> in that country. So. Um, I, I, I think it's worth also adding that they did do, and, and, and if one of you said, I apologize if I pull Randy in the group chat. Um, <laughs> they did. <laughs> Yeah, that's a stray. <laughs> they did put. Randy was uh, just adding like a context. Quick, they did a quick acknowledgement of Grant Wall in the stadium. So, while the interviews and the direct questions by media members of the uh, organizers of the World Cup have been like kind of uh, like brushed back and met with like some quick defensive reactions. Uh, there was an acknowledgement of the passing. They didn't just like completely say, this is terrible. We're moving on with the World Cup. Um, you know, they like left to share open and put it on the big screen. So like, I don't know what that's worth, but I think in others, uh, there are other places where like you wouldn't even get that, you know? Sure. So, um, anyways. It's been a, it's been a real, it's telling Will. I'm not saying I'm going to get into footy quite like, like a Will DeFreeze, like a lead football bruv. But I've had a lot of fun watching it uh, around the office. It's nice to have that on. We don't have to always watch uh, uh, DJ Rammer or whatever, whoever that 
We're watching every other day in here. That guy's sick, though. He is nice with it. I will give him that. He, he, he's got great taste in locations. Rammer. What? It's Rammer, isn't it? It just sounds like a Captain Stabbing name or something. Yeah, you're an adult film star, Don. <laughs> you familiar with Captain Stabbing? No, no, I'm not. Okay, are you familiar with the MILF Hunter? No. You care to explain? Aren't they the same guy? I swear to God, yeah, one of one's them was on like... on boats, one's in grocery stores. I mean... According to a Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> guys, this is all news to Dylan. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun way to end the first part of the pod. Um, I don't want to ruin sports parties since we started off with so many bummers. So can I just Let's lob just, in here? Just hop um, in here. We don't even have to party. Also, shouts to, um, or I should say shout out to you, but Paul Silas passed away as well. Okay. Uh, former NBA coach, three-time NBA champion. I think it's of note. He's it a is of big note, name in the just, NBA. You, you almost it would shouted have been him out. The headline, it would have been my headline of a sports party if it were a normal sports party day. So I figure throwing that in there, so it's mentioned, now we can move on. Shout out to his family. This is just an all-time. Silas, head coach of the Rockets. All-time sad, son. dark, negative episode this is turning out to be. Nothing positive. Hey. There's still time. Nothing. Dave does enjoy soccer, but that's the only thing that's not negative so far. Excuse me, <laughs> dude. Oh, times like this, I could go for some athletic greens. Ooh, need a little something. I've actually, I don't. I'm not going to take any more. I took mine in the morning, as I often do on an empty stomach. A little tum tum. Do you care to guess how I started my day today, David? Um, let's see. You worked out this morning, and Facts. you're alive and well. I yep. bet it was AG one. Bam. Dave nailed it. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. We want better gut health. We want more energy, optimized immune systems. I don't like doing all the pills and vitamins. So I do AG1. It's my greens for the day. Just rip it open. I put it in the shaker. Mix it with like six or eight ounces of water. First thing I do. I can feel my body just kind of like come to life as I take it. I don't know if you experienced a similar feeling, but it's like, oh, I'm dragging ass. Boom, AG1. It's like, ooh. Oh, wow. Like electricity is vibing right my now. Body. You just feel it. Just it's your feel body. It. I it, feel it hit. It's thanking you. Yeah, it's like, it's okay, saying, hey, Dylan, you know what? We're ready to do this too. Hey, Dylan, thank you for the 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Thank you for putting that inside of me. That's what they're saying. That's what it's You're like. You're welcome, body. It's great for your nervous system, your gut health, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, which, hey, guys. Okay, let's, let's move past that one. Look, we're all about it. We're big fans. We've been taking it uh, for a minute. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. I love the travel packs. Throw them in my DOP kit. I like to have one when I'm on vacation because I don't want to miss mine. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash bang. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash bang and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Invest in yourself. AG1. All right. I'm kind of noticing, like, we're kind of in a lull here. Everybody's just kind of like, you know, those first few stories weren't fun. So let's 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 switch a little bit. Let's pivot. Cowboys should be embarrassed. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I thought you were going to throw something in that we didn't see. Oh, it was it ugly, should man. be abs- What an absolutely disgraceful Sunday. Disgraceful dub. A dub. And you know what? I'm going to let me be generic guy. Hey, a win's a win in the NFL. It's hard to win in the NFL. What does it Facts. say about the Texans that uh, you can beat them and still be embarrassed? Not a good football team, KJ. No, well, it's not a good football team. And they're running out Jeff Hornacek or Driscoll. from Jeff Driscoll from Louisiana Tech, who I learned this morning – up until he had the fastest combine for a quarterback as of five years ago. I don't know if that still stands. I would be very, very surprised. But there was a time where he was the fastest quarterback combine. A white guy? Okay. 
Okay. Uh, also, former Florida quarterback. Don't act. Too, don't act like you weren't thinking the same thing. Was he not Louisiana Tech? I think he was a, like a five star. He might have been Louisiana Tech, but I, mean, I think he went to Florida first. He started right. at Florida for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The Driscoll. Yeah. Yes, a white guy. You're telling me that guy's faster than uh, oh, I don't know, Michael Vick? Did he run the forty? The combine. <laughs> All right, I'm looking this up. Lamar Jackson. Four, five, six. I think it's active. I guess quarterbacks. Kyler, Kyler didn't run. Melanin levels less than like five. I don't know what a scale is for melanin, but. You're talking, it, okay. it doesn't You're talking include Kyler. Tone. It doesn't You're include right. Lamar, but they probably didn't run. That's probably what it is, is that Lamar, yeah, Kyler, Jalen yeah, probably didn't, didn't run. run at the combine. Right, and I, I am under no illusion that you know he is faster or even in the same ballpark. Because watching him yesterday, he doesn't appear to still have it. He's he's He can be effective. <laughs> he He's a lumbering lad, but he is not <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not, not a world dug out there. He's not a world class sprinter. Let's put no. it that way. Four, five, six in the forty. It is combined. So that's moving for a big white dude, though. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, he's one of two quarterbacks. <laughs> they were doing the old tandem. Shout out to the Texans, who I, I, they've got the number one pick locked up, right? Like they don't have to continue to tank. <laughs> is that right? Um, hey guys, the tank is I off. That's what there's they say a in the team with room. like three wins. Um, I want to say there's what four weeks left, so technically, like Carolina could sneak in. Carolina's there. a pl- a game out of the playoffs as of yesterday. Oh, what? Then somebody has three or four wins. Oh yeah, I don't no, know no, no. Sorry, I was up. just that was just a crazy stat for me. Um, and it was really funny that their interim coach uh, called out or mentioned that like all the adversity that they're fighting through, including tanking, the uh, organization tanking. Just a funny thing for hey, your bears. Counterpoint on the um, embarrassment. Um, it's maybe a positive that you could spin out of this. It's like, hey, the Cowboys who spent 57 minutes trying to lose this game found a way to win when they shouldn't have. Look, yeah, you're right. You're right goal, about that. That goal line stand was impressive. The Eagles had a similar game against the Colts um, a few weeks back, and they had to go – win at the end, much like the Cowboys did. I think the thing that bothers me about it is just how just lifeless they were through like three and a half quarters and the fact that it's like, man, I wonder if there's something that's distracting this team. I wonder what it could be. Oh, oh yeah. Well, meanwhile, we're taking a OBJ. We're sitting courtside with OBJ. And uh, – I don't know how much that really affects anybody. I don't know how it affects – like the receivers all played pretty well yesterday, and they're the ones who are going to be most affected. But Dak just looked terrible until that last drive. Like I was texting people, like, is he – is there an injury we don't know about? Like even like even like his completions, like they just didn't look crisp yeah. that until last that inter- last drive. That last interception, he did get hit on the arm. He did get hit on the arm. affected his throw. But, yeah, he didn't look great. The last drive, he looked really strong, though. Houston has some dudes on defense, including – Guy I wanted, Jalen Petrie, who mm-hmm. that dude gets that dude's a playmaker. He was awesome at Baylor. I just want uh, did Stingley play last yesterday? Is he starting for them? I, I I don't know if he got hurt early on. I'm just looking at their roster, seeing if there's anybody I forgot they had, and uh, the fact they drafted Derek Stingley Jr. I forgot he was there. Um, yeah, Houston's bad a bad team. A lot of that's because they have very few weapons on offense that are healthy and or of like of any quality as we just talked about at quarterback, but like they've got a reasonably decent head coach, you know, Lovey Smith isn't like the, he's not bill Belichick, but like he's an experienced quality coach. You can put together a game plan. Um, Go. And you know, it's not like the uh, Cowboys were playing in Houston with the suite full of uh, onlookers uh, that might have been unique to any players. You know, they didn't have that adversity to deal with, so they probably were a little lackadaisical at the end of a three-week homestand against just trash teams. So, well, I don't. Uh, you know, you know, your offense is in trouble when it's uh, you got a third down and a fourth down to win, seal the game, and you're running Rex Burkhead out there. Did that? So did you, did you remember? Here's a name you might recall. Yeah, dude. Uh, my Houston friends were just like, you know, they they know what the, the end of the deal. They know they're tanking, but they're like, you know, they wanted to win this so they could rub it in my face. And they're just like, dude, Rex Burkhead? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what you're rolling out. Rex Burkhead. Um, 
we'll talk about it probably on Thursday, but the Cowboys uh, face a Jacksonville team that's coming off of a win against the Titans. And don't look now, but the Jags are only two games behind the Titans for the division lead. and They play the Titans again. Uh, so the Cowboys game is going to mean a whole lot more to Jacksonville than it will to, to Dallas at this point because Dallas pretty much uh, is working with the theory of like, if they can't somehow get the Eagles to drop a game, they are guaranteed to be playing week one of the playoffs, like catching yeah. the Eagles, or at least I should say playing on the road in the playoffs. Um, catching the Eagles is going to be pretty hard to do. Uh, the Vikings dropped a game to get you closer to being first in the conference, but uh, uh, you're not closing any ground right now. And you, the, the road ahead that looked to be easy uh, might not be the case. Yeah. Um, I just think that I was thinking the whole time yesterday about that Jacksonville game. Like that's, I knew it wasn't going to be an easy game. And I was like, dude, you dropped this one and then you got to go to Jacksonville and they've got the dudes to give you problems. I don't know. The, the Cowboys will probably go out next week and, and look like world beaters. Cause they, they love to play with their food and play yeah. down on their competition. Like that's kind of been the story um, of the year, at least, I don't know, since Dak's been back. Um, you mentioned the Vikings. Uh, we talked a little bit the about Lions. the Lions. Maybe the Lions are legit. Dude, I told Will to freeze before the season. I said, hey, man, that's a six-win team you got up there in Detroit. Maybe seven. <laughs> he didn't believe me. And now look. We got our well, – how far – what are they, a game or two out? They are not uh, uh, out of the conversation at all. They are three games behind the Vikings, but for the wild card – uh, I would have to be on a website that actually gives a damn about giving me that information. So can't help you there. Sorry, it just doesn't show up on Google. That's okay. I don't know. Kind of a meh day across the board. The Bucks are terrible. What, KJ? You all right? Brady's cooked. Oh, no, no, no. I was just I was just trying to get to uh, ESPNs and give it to you quickly. I, just, I didn't mean to say that out loud. Oh, God. I had to uh, we were asking news. about what? The uh, Lions? Yeah. The Lions are six and seven. Currently, the Giants and the Commanders are in wild card spots at seven, five, and one. So that tie game is keeping them in it over the Seahawks. Dylan, Cowboys just signed a wide receiver. Ooh, um, can I guess? Not OBJ. Not OBJ. Fuck, I don't know who. <laughs> Ty. Oh, okay. T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Former Colts, great. I, good good fan. The fact that you're telling me he's available is news to me. I, I, I would have <laughs> thought he was still yeah, on I, that I roster. Thought, yeah, same. Okay, well, I guess the... Uh, okay. I guess that's a good insurance. And you probably didn't have to give him multiple years this, like you would have OBJ. So. This is per Jane Slater on the TL. Ooh, the Jane's way. got all the scoops. All she right. sure does. Shouts to Jane, friend of the program. Facts. Okay, that is interesting. Uh, quick updates. Chris Beard likely has been released. His bell, his bond was set at ten grand, so he did have something that was officially charged with, but he's released out there, which means now we have the opportunity for uh, custody. Right. Uh, uh, we at least have the opportunity for an official statement to actually show up today now that he's out. Um, yeah, uh, unless T.Y. Hilton's playing cornerback, I, I'm just still confused why the Cowboys were so wide receiver obsessed. Um, as soon as they lost Anthony Brown, it just became confusing to me why all the discussion kept being about wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, another thing. We lost Terrence, uh, Terrence Steele yesterday, who's had a really good year. Um, the Texas Tech product, who I, I am on record as saying, you never, want, you never want to be known as the team that has a uh, – one of the guys on the line, a Texas Tech O lineman. No offense, but he's been really good this year. That continuity, the line's going to get fucked up. I know Tyron's coming back, but that sucks. That's a big loss. ACL. Oh, and the Eagles look really, really good. I don't yeah. know if they're going to lose another game. Like they look badass. My my take that Jalen Hurts might actually be pretty good is, yeah. is starting to look real nice. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. you were ground. <laughs> I was I was first on that. You were ground floor that you were wrong about him. Y'all don't forget that. No. Please hat tip Dylan Chevrolet or Chevrolet. It's a 50 cent. That's a 50 cent bet on like a negative 500 odds. Uh, 
<laughs> wager. <laughs> like you're not getting anything in return, but you did bet on the right guy. <laughs> um, um, speaking Heisman of trophy? odds, I was, I don't know what I was seeing about the Heisman odds the other day because uh, Caleb comfortably walked away with the Heisman and should we be surprised that Max was second? I, when we talked about it last week and we were like, yeah, I won't be mad if it's Max or Caleb, you know, both very worthy. And then I was like, wait, did I just completely neglect to think about CJ Stroud? And, you know, apparently that didn't really matter because I, I was a little surprised that Max was second, but I don't know. I don't know what the voting looks like. I know that time period opens up before those conference championship games, but. Can I read off the top six guys in the Heisman voting? Yes. If Caleb it doesn't Williams. doesn't include the Doak Walker winner, I'm going to be sad. Max Duggan, CJ Stroud, Stetson Bennett, Hendon Hooker, Bryce Young. What do these what? guys all have in common? What do these guys all have in common? Ooh. <laughs> are they all quarterbacks? They're all quarterbacks, oh. David. The top six in voting were quarterbacks, followed by Blake Corum, running back from Michigan. Uh, Bijan's down there at ninth. Not that I think he should have been a top four guy. Um, you're on a four loss team. You probably don't deserve, deserve to be there, but we have to consider other positions for the Heisman. We just have to do it. Throw Will Anderson on there from go with the, someone from defense on there. Mm. I don't mind Blake Corum being top four over Bijan. You can't have, you can't consider only quarterbacks. I'm so sick of it. Well, I'm going to keep beating this drum until something's done about it. David. You're freaking mad, dude. I'm sick I of it. I knew you were spicy. I didn't know what it was, but wow. I'm sick of it. Well, let me say this. Let this moment right now, 40 minutes into too much dip, let this be the official kickoff for the Jaquindon Jackson Heisman Trophy in the 2023-2024 season. Former quarterback. Turned running back. But not a current quarterback. <laughs> He's a running back. Dave's going to sprinkle a little. So his, his application's sprinkle. already accepted for review, but uh, that, that puts him ahead of the, cr uh, the crowd. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I've got no issues with Caleb Williams uh, winning it. Is he, was know. his speech good? Was he humble? Like, did he, has he acknowledged, like, the, the nail thing was just one of the worst bits? I don't know if he addressed the nail thing. I don't think any thing. of us were available to watch it. <laughs> no. He should, he should discontinue the nail bit. It's awful. It's it's, it's truly bad. It's unbecoming. He's got another year. You can't run it back out there. You just can't. I mean, I mean maybe just put like USC on there or uh, fight on, whatever they say. You don't have to do that. Don't fuck, fuck Utah. Fuck Notre Dame. Fuck you. Oh. It's, it's stupid. It's childish. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am just saying. Get out of here, dog. Wow. I think. Um, Could ruffle some feathers in the Heisman house, too. It, it, I guess the only similar thing I, I we've already talked through this and we've made the Baker comp, which we do need to probably talk about Baker real quick since that happened after our show Thursday. Um, Good call. The Aggie thing where like that's built into their mantra, like the beat the hell out of, you know, whatever team, like that's a part of their whole culture or whatever. Like even that I think would be weird if it was beat the hell out of on your nails, but you'd be like, I get it. It's tacky, but I get it. Yeah. Anyways. Quick moment for Baker. David, was, you were excited the fact that he was going to get to start 48 hours after showing up. And I think we all kind of laughed it off. <laughs> I just thought it, it was, was going to be fun. You knew it was going to be fun. And, and I'll be honest, that game was pretty spare up until the last half of the fourth quarter. But that was, uh, that was awesome. Even the most uh, anti-Baker people were like, yeah, that was cool. That was cool to see. And then he headbutted his his teammates. And Dude took a helmet. <laughs> he went ninety eight yards to win the game. Did you see the? Okay, uh -huh. we get horny for punts on this show. That was a punt right there. That down at the two, out, out of bounds. <laughs> oh yes, the two? that 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 pinned him there. Yeah, that was nasty. I didn't realize they were doing, and I remember seeing the headline. But in the game, I will expose my. Uh, Dylan saying that it's only unique that Driscoll was fast for a white guy. When I, uh, I think it's Swanwreck or whatever, former no, no, uh, Notre Dame wide receiver, caught the pass, and I'm like, wait, is that not Cooper Cup? And I forgot that he was not playing because he's, you know, been injured for a minute. Uh, didn't know they had another white wide receiver that could ball out in big moments. So 
<laughs> well, I'm just now seeing the results of, of my... Um... <laughs> I saw your icon Holy pop shit. up as I logged in over there to remind everybody about it. Just, did you yeah. see how I hit the over on the Army-Navy game, by the way? Double overtime? That was my next uh, story, yes. Let's start there. <laughs> Army-Navy first, and then we'll do dip picks. Army-Navy. Okay, okay. It's the only game I got right, by the way. Oh. 16 straight years of the underhitting in Army Navy. And Dylan very <laughs> confidently picked that as his big boy stack for the over to hit. I was wondering what you were doing. 32 and a half. It's like, it's, I mean, <laughs> that is such a low number for an over under. And I, I know that they don't really do much passing in those games, but I decided to be a fun one. I really did. I didn't do any research on it. I thought it'd be a fun one. And, uh, but I knew the whole time it would go to double OT was primed for it <laughs> that's that's a good point man thank you mike roach sent his picks afterwards because we were having some connection issues and so when i saw his come through he sent like his justification for all his picks and his in his he was like the under is hit for the last 16 straight years i'm gonna ride the under on this one and i'm like i wonder if dylan meant to take the over i'm like whatever we'll just go with it i'll put it out there if he meant to take it he'll he'll tell me to change it up never a doubt and I start checking off the games. We had a push in the NBA because the Bucks beat the Mavs by one. It's like, okay, no big deal. Keep on fighting through soccer. France won. That was pretty simple to uh, equal out. And then the Army-Navy game, I was sitting at, um, I think at the wedding. Yeah, the wedding I was at started at four. So I was watching the uh, end of it. And it was like, I guess, I don't know what the score was going into overtime. I think it was but 10, I think 10. the total was at 20 going into overtime. The total was. Yeah, I think it was 10 10. <laughs> For Amazing. the over to hit when you're going into <laughs> overtime at a total of 20. Yeah. Like with those two teams, is just ridiculous. But I still so, only, kudos only to you gained too. three points on the week because that's the only game I got right. So still a loser. <laughs> to go one and seven because of that yeah. is pretty impressive. Still got um, the same amount I don't of have to drink ape shit untamed, by the way. Because I won. Oh, did you hear me, Dave? Yeah, I heard you. Okay. Oh, shut the fuck up. What did you say? I, I I didn't hear it. I said I got three points. Uh, same number that Dave got on the week. <laughs> it's all right. He didn't like yes. it. Dave and Mike did go three and five uh, on the week. Dylan and I are tied again now didn't for first place. The guess. That's all that matters. Uh, I got plenty of time. So. We're just getting started Tune now, in. KJ. Thursday night for, you know, see what we do with the points as we get into uh, no man's land of having like very few games to pick in Saturday uh, NFL games. K KJ, uh, if you're okay with it, I'd like to give Dylan the platform to um, absolutely issue a Jalen Hurts style take about the quarterback we just mentioned, Baker Mayfield. Go ahead, Dylan. Uh, I, I'm He still stinks. He had a good game. <laughs> the dude still stinks. I Truly, though, truly, this is like no capping right now. He's not capping. To do that with, like, I don't know how fast you can learn, like, a playbook or a terminology for said playbook. I don't know how this works at all. I've never actually studied an NFL playbook before. David, that might be surprising to you. A little bit. Uh, really impressive. And really to do impressive. it with, with one of the worst running games in uh, football. When I when I used to quarterback the uh, our, for, uh, our intramural team, mm -hmm. I would just draw up plays, like, on my hand or in the dirt. Like, hey, just – or, like – like, I don't know, just go get open. That's what I would say. Sometimes like, I don't have a play. Just just may, try to get open for me. I didn't throw an interception. But, like, I feel like that's what he was doing in the huddle. Like, I don't know what to do here, but go make a play for me, you know? Yeah, make a play for daddy. It was probably a little, bit, a little bit more sophisticated than that, but that's how it feels to me. I don't know what you can do in a couple of days there. What if he just looked at everybody and said, hey, just go out there and have fun? Hey, it's all that matters. Yeah, impressive. A very impressive win. He I still, tried. I think he still stinks, though. What's next for him? Like, what did they? He'll be a backup somewhere for the next seven years. Again, yeah. we just watched Jeff Driscoll and um, Jeff Driscoll. Mike White is like being lauded, 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 is being regarded been as like lauded. a should be starting quarterback in New York. And then Brock Purdy is starting. Like, there are enough seats around the table for uh, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton. Cooper Rush question mark like to be starter somewhere. Rock Purdy looked pretty salty. He looked purdy, didn't he? I'm sorry. Kyle Shanahan take a walk. Is, he is that, that dude Randy. when it comes to quarterbacks. Like we hear that often about 
such and such being a quarterback whisperer, quarterback guru. Like, I don't know if we remember the Jalen Ramsey audio of him, like saying that Kyle Shanahan like talking shit about Garoppolo saying it's all scheme. Like Ramsey might be right because Shanahan's quarterbacks like get shit done. Like it's, it's impressive to see. Um, can we do a pivot into high school football? We can do whatever the hell we want. This is the adult episode. It is. This is the adult podcast. South Dallas in the building. That's all I'm going to say. We got Dunk. We got Duncanville. We got DeSoto. For the title. We got South Oak Cliff, last year's state champions, 5A. All in the state championship games this weekend. D- stupid question. Duncanville is 6A? 6A. Okay. So is DeSoto, but it's like di- division. I know. I don't, division not, one, division two, and I don't know how they divvy those up. It's crazy idea here. This I is wild. Tell, but, what if they just played each other at the end of it? For once, I think they for played one six A state championship. <laughs> um, we uh, almost. I think Duncanville won this year. Who won this year? Over who? Which game? Uh, Duncanville Desoto. They're in the same district. Duncanville so. blew Desoto out. Yeah, which I was very shocked to see Desoto make it this far. They always obviously had talent, but it's like I don't know. You're not a team that scores like eight points on you. You don't Shout out to see them in the semifinals. Shout out to Soto head coach Claude Mathis who coached me uh, freshman year <clears throat> basketball and broke. Broke up a fight I was in. Oh, that's a fun fact. Great I always dude, forget that, that tie. Yeah. That is a good tie. Yeah. But, yeah, we got like Duncanville uh, North Shore, round four. Uh, Duncanville famously has lost three in the last uh, four or five years to North Shore. You got to think this year's the year. You just got to. I don't know. I may go. I really have I, have I have dreams of going up there. Not really dreams. That'd be kind of pathetic. I just kind of want to go up there and like sit, go to the AT&T Stadium and sit there all day and watch all the different classification state games because that's a, that's fun. I've done it a couple of times and it's a lot of fun. You see dudes. That, I went once. You did. I watched uh, Cibolo Steele win. Uh, Malcolm Brown, who was going to Texas the next year, still mm-hmm. in the league, by the way. Mm-hmm. Great they won, team. They won the state state title game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, couple quick points. So. In Texas, the biggest, uh, what do you call it, classification is 6A. They have two playoff uh, brackets that come out of 6A, 5A, 4A, and on down to like 2A, and I think 1A, and they only have one. What they do is every district out there sends four teams to the playoffs. The two bigger enrollment schools go to Division One. The two smaller go to Division II. Um, and then you play on from there. So – I would say another interesting fact here, aside from getting round four of uh, Duncanville North Shore, which shouts to Mike Roach for being correct there, DeSoto is playing an Austin ISD school. Dude. That I had... is impressive, and it not being Westlake. Austin Vandegrift. Playing Austin Vandegrift, which is like near Dylan's old hood. It's right? a, yeah, yeah it's out. Town, uh, I don't know how close it is, but it's out twenty two twenty two way. They get no pub in town. They are like no. they are backseat to Lake Travis and yeah, Westlake. Absolutely, like you never. I don't. What is going on with with Austin high school football? Just, I don't know. Yeah, I think heard Brown say by... once that nobody notable comes out of Austin high school <laughs> teams one time, and they're just out to prove you wrong. Austin, Austin <laughs> high school football produces kickers and quarterbacks. Hey, the Griffin I don't brothers. know any individual player to prove you wrong. Um, I mean, there, of course, there are a few, um, you know, exceptions to the rule sprinkled in. But uh, Austin, absolutely not known for its high school football at all. Gosh, my my high school, I think we won like two games the entire four years. I didn't play. Enti- in, oh, the entire four years I was there. Maybe you should have stepped just up. Just an absolute abysmal football program why didn't you step up you could have turned that program around i was just hitting dingers on the baseball field they do both i was they hitting dingers, won, dog they would have won two games still and he would have like a knee that pops every time he goes to play with his kids probably to, probably made the right decision <laughs> i would hit a dinger and then and steal the pitcher's girlfriend after the game is that right yeah okay it's a pretty busy evening <laughs> you tell me about it davy hey now I don't know i, I um, may or may not go don't I, i'm hoping they can do this because as i say every year They've got one of the best coaches in Texas high school football history. He's never won the state game, and he's lost it in 
very, very sad fashion a on a couple occasions. So Reggie Samples. Reginald. Um, last last thing also is it still always blows my mind when you see like the, yeah, I don't even call it heat map, but like the proximity of these schools that just excel in random periods. As David threw out earlier, like South Dallas, Duncanville and DeSoto High School, they're adjacent communities. Like they're separated just by like a highway. Um, Shout out Wintergreen. The, the how, where, where I moved out of, I was DeSoto, city of DeSoto, but like technically in Duncanville districts or whatnot. They overlap quite a bit. All of those kids grow up playing together. South Oak Cliff High School is maybe five miles away, if that, um, just north of there. Uh, and then similarly, we talk about Austin Westlake, which lost to North Shore in the semifinals. Vandergrift and Westlake, that's, I mean, Austin time, it's probably 15 minutes, but still, that's five to seven miles apart. Lake mm-hmm. Travis is maybe five to seven miles, you know, probably 10 away. But like, it's just weird how you see like all of the talented schools or all of the athletes or all of the successful programs, like not only pop up in clusters, but like it's not even spread out around the entire town. That's just wild to me. That that section of Dallas you, you mentioned, there's like a lot of the Dunkville kids don't even live. Like you said, you were in DeSoto and you were Dunkinville school mm-hmm. districts, which by the way, you uh, – you lived in like the kids in that I knew in high school that lived uh, in DeSoto. Pretty well off, pretty pretty well off. They were the they were the rich kids at Duncanville. So, shout out to yeah, you. Yeah, DeSoto uh, was known for uh, like I don't even know how the demographics phrased it, but it was like the highest percentage of African American residents when balanced by like the highest income brackets or whatever. So similarly, split demographic towns were much less, you know, well off. So DeSoto is a unique place, um, but it's just no, it's just mind blowing to see how much talent comes out of that area. Same thing with West Austin right now. Vaughn Miller, DeSoto's own. There's some reasons for that. Anyways, that's my high school football takes. We'll we'll do a follow up with uh, Mike Roach after the season wraps up. We too. will. We will. A lot of I saw some some chatter saying, "Hey, was it booty chatter?" Would lo- it wasn't. At, well, you tell me. It's saying, "Hey, love Mike Roach." Would like to get him on for a full, just a full recruiting episode, and I think that's something we could do in the off season. Is he? Uh, this has been addressed, I'm sure, and I wasn't listening. Is he local? Is he in Austin? He lives in Southwest uh, DFW. That's right. Indeed. Originally from Irving, but I believe mm-hmm. resides in Burleson or somewhere there. Okay. Sort. Okay. You guys got anything else? But, uh, he'll back? be in Austin quite frequently, I should say. So might he as well covers, be local. Covers the horns. So. I'm- I may hit him up if I go up to the game. I shoot him a that DM. Is, I highly advise any notable games, hit him up. He'll be there. He's got like a blood oath with the South Oak Cliff staff to like be at their games. Oh, okay. Good <clears throat> program to be tied into. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Or I guess we're going to run it back. Yeah, we could run it back. We got to run it back. I just keep, I just keep refreshing Twitter. Yeah, See what, what else, what other news is dropping? Let's run it back. The segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Mike Leach and Cole Campbell, same, same. Same, same, as we pointed out. Uh, shout out to DJ Rammer, our new favorite DJ, replacing Martin Skrillex, who DJs in really dope locations outdoors. Yeah. All-time sad negative episode, unfortunately. I don't, but don't, uh, I don't want to say we made it negative. It was, no. The, There's some negative stuff there we had to some negative, attention to. But we, we did uh, our best with it. Jeff Driscoll, not a world-class sprinter, but sneaky fast for a lumbering white guy. <laughs> Fair to say. That's true. Dylan's ground floor take that maybe he was wrong about Jalen Hurts is starting to look really good right now. Can't dispute it. The over for Army-Navy was free money. Baker had a great, a great game-winning 98-yard drive, but he still stinks. And finally, quarterbacks and kickers, that's what Austin does. And that concludes running back. Including Baker Mayfield. Wow. <laughs> KJ, any well parting thoughts? Done. And that defensive end from Westlake is going to uh, Texas. Colton Vosick. There he is. And Jonte uh, Cook from DeSoto going to Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will get uh, we'll begin to get into bowl season. Crappy bowls start this weekend, including SMU. So that will uh, take up quite a bit of room on our dip picks. Uh, come spend some of that Thursday night time with us as we have uh, – a couple more before uh, Christmas break, and then uh, 
or I don't know. We won't get a Christmas party. A couple more in the season. We I'm ain't a, got many left. I'm so going to make a pledge. Be there on Thursday nights. I'm going to make a pledge to both of you and all of our listeners, and Randy too, for that matter. Starting next week, we are going to get into the NBA. Now, I've been I've been following, but just haven't, you know, I didn't want to come in here and make every other show about just bitching about the Mavs. I don't think anybody wants that. But we will, we will jump into the NBA. We had some saltiness. We had some Chris Paul sorriness over the – Last couple uh, days, and we will we'll get into all that next week. Man, someone Agreed. tweeted. Agreed. Someone tweeted a video. NBA of Chris, starts on Christmas. Chris Beard leaving the uh, Travis County Jail. Didn't say anything. He's with his lawyer. That's a great Is way. He to end looking it. for a public phone to use and trying to get an Uber back home. You never want to see cameras nice. waiting for you when you walk out of the county jail. It's not ever something you want. No. Well, you never want to really want to walk out of jail, period. But if That's you do, it. you want it to be discreetly. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff, guys. Good episode. KJ, you really brought it today, man. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.